Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about something that is the new fad, the new rage, the new, oh my God, I have to do it again, and the thing that so many people are saying they need tips on, and that's Zooming, video, you know, whether it's, you know, Microsoft or Facebook or Zoom or whatever it is, we are now spending far more time on camera than we ever thought we would be doing. And that's going to continue. Um, you know, and, and so we want to make sure that we're presenting ourselves in the best way, in the most professional way. And so today I am so delighted to have an expert in this to talk with us. So please join me in welcoming Shelly Golden to our program today. Welcome, Shelly. Thank you. Thank you. So glad to be here. Perfect. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you. So Shelly Golden is the owner of Shelly Golden Style. She's an international personal branding image consultant, fashion stylist, and certified color consultant with more than 20 years of experience. Shelly is passionate about helping individuals and corporations create a strong personal brand by boosting confidence and having greater influence to attract ideal clients, both socially and professionally. Shelly believes that wearing the right colors, shapes, and styles for the body you have attracts the people you want to attract. Being a fourth generation in the clothing and fashion business, Shelly's rich experience as an image consultant, fashion stylist, costume designer, costume historian, and tailor puts her in a unique category to understand all the elements it takes to create a powerful and successful personal brand from head to toe. Having lived in Europe and the Middle East for 15 years, Shelly brings her understanding of international style and the nuances of style into the workplace from various parts of the world. So again, Shelly, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I always want to hear a little bit about how you got to where you are and how you discovered that this is your passion. And I love that this is fourth generation for you, but how did you decide that this really was what you wanted to do? Uh, Yes, being fourth generation, it's a bit, a bit of a genetic predisposition. Mm -hmm. I can't help myself. Right. Um, so my great-grandfather made fur coats in Russia. Ooh. My grandfather had a men's clothing store. Mm -hmm. And weirdly, both my mom and dad grew up in the men's clothing business. Ah. So from the time that I was a little girl, mm -hmm. you know, I would go out of the house and my mm -hmm. mom would say, you can't go out of the house thinking like that. <laughs> and then, like, what do you mean? What's wrong with my striped shirt and my plaid bottom? Yeah. And like, oh, everybody wears this. Right. You know, what did I know? I was a kid. But I eventually learned what was wrong with that, why it didn't work, um, and how to fix it, it you know, so much so I, that I didn't have to please mom anymore. I, mm -hmm. I figured it out all by myself. Mm -hmm. And actually, weirdly, um, about two months ago, I was, I was thinking back when I was in college, 
I had an internship in Houston, Texas Mm -hmm. for four months. And for a couple of days, I actually was asked to help the personal shopper. Mm. I just thought that was great. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is what I want to do. So that was a very, very long time ago, a couple of decades ago, needless to say. Uh, So so this is really what I've always wanted to do. But I've since worked in wholesale, retail, put on fashion shows. Uh, This is the third time I've actually had an image consulting business Mm. in three cities on two Mm -hmm. continents because I lived in Abu Dhabi and Amsterdam for 15 Mm. years. Mm -hmm. So um, just really understanding how people put themselves together, how Mm -hmm. they adorn themselves. And uh, I'm a tailor, seamstress, color consultant, costume designer, costume historian. So I just put all of that together and I'm just super passionate about helping people look their best because my mom would not let me out the door until I look great. I love it. I love it. You know, and it's, it's interesting because we have been thrown into this Zoom era. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about before, you know, we were chatting was the fact that many people home office anyway, you know, before this, this ever started. And I always have a discussion with people as to how they dress when they're home officing, you know, video, Zoom, any of that aside, did they dress like they were dressing to go into an office or did they, you know, maybe have their pajamas on all day or at least a t-shirt or things like that? And I tend to be pretty casual, but I know people who really do dress exactly like if they were going into an office every day. And they said it makes them think about it differently. It's no longer a home office. It's an office. Right. Actually, it, uh, there have been a lot of studies done. Harvard did a, 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 quite a number of studies on first impressions. And some of the, some of the conclusions that they've come up with is, or that they've realized mm-hmm. through these studies is if you dress better, if you dress well, mm-hmm. a couple of things, you actually are more creative. Mm-hmm. You are more effective at doing what you do. You're more efficient. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of it is the illusion from somebody looking at you. Right. But if you dress better, they will think that you are more successful mm-hmm. and thus pay you more money. Right. And we all want that, right? <laughs> we all want that. So if you, the, if, if, if you're, the, when you're looking at somebody, the very first thing that you discern mm-hmm. is their social status. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you look at somebody, you could tell if they unfortunately live on the street. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if they perhaps live in a really nice house. Mm-hmm. With, that's the first thing that you detect. Mm-hmm. So, when, um, as I call it, in the box. Mm-hmm. You'll hear me refer to this in the box. Um, when you're looking at somebody in the in the box, mm-hmm. you can tell how they look, you know, in its background, color, mm-hmm. right. colors, how they dress, their hair. Mm-hmm. You can tell their social status, mm-hmm. and, again, and how not how much money they made, mm-hmm. but it's it's a pretty good indicator. Right. You know, and, you know, and style and fashion, it's funny because many people poo-poo it. Oh, it doesn't matter. <coughs> I'm going to do a great job, all those things. 
And I remember years ago when I was still working for somebody else, we were interviewing for a, a, a position at our company. Now we were an ad agency and, uh, you know, and, and this would have been a junior position, but you know, it was still fairly, you know, good paying. And this young woman came in and she was early twenties. She might've just been out of college. And as they say in the South, bless her heart because she was not dressed the way she wanted to be dressed. Her skirt was too short. And so she spent a good portion of time pulling down her skirt. I mean, just tugging the whole time. And she was rather bosomy and she had on a a low cut top. So she was also pulling up the whole time. And, you know, she wasn't someone we were going to hire. I mean, there was just, we did need somebody with more experience and, and things like that. Her resume had typos. I mean, there were all sorts of things. And she asked me afterwards for some tips. And I thought, you know, this, this young woman, as you know, and, and I probably broke every HR rule in the book by actually talking to her about this. But I said, okay, first of all, you got to fix the typos. You know, we probably wouldn't have even brought you in except you knew somebody. I said, so fix the typos. I mean, to me, that really is somebody's first impression. But I said, okay, we need to talk about how you were dressed. And she said, I know, but I can't afford a suit. I said, I'm not saying you're going to Macy's or someplace like that. I said, there are consignment stores. Goodwill has appropriate clothes. I said, you know, because you were so uncomfortable the whole time you were being interviewed about how you were dressed that you missed answering questions, right, and, and all sorts of things. And, and you know, that still holds true. You know, when we're on, say, a Zoom call, if you're thinking, is my top too low? Or, you know, can, can they see the stain on it? Um, all these various things. That's going to be what you're focusing on, even if nobody ever even caught it. Right. Exactly. So it, it's so important that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and you should always dress up. Right. No one's ever going to say, wow, she was really overdressed. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit, but you will always notice when somebody's underdressed. Mm-hmm. You will yes. always notice their shoes in mm-hmm. particular. Of course, we don't have to worry about that. I saw that stat. It was going around on Facebook yesterday. The first thing anybody ever notices you is your shoes. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know that I look at somebody's shoes. I might eventually, but... If, you, if somebody walks in the room, either a man or a woman mm-hmm. who has fabulous shoes... Mm-hmm. You will notice their mm-hmm. shoes. Uh, it's just because your eye, your eye naturally mm-hmm. goes up and down when mm-hmm. you look at somebody. It doesn't right. go up and right. Mm-hmm. It goes up and down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would notice if they had one leg, right? You know, mm-hmm. If they walked into a room, mm-hmm. right. visually, you're you're doing a mm-hmm. vertical look, mm-hmm. and and you would notice if they have nice shoes right nice or shoes. not. I mean, you know, when I see someone in, say, a gentleman in a dark suit it, it like charcoal something like that and brown shoes i'm like whoa <laughs> now sometimes they're making a fashion statement i will say that but if it's just they put on brown shoes eh. <laughs> Actually, that's the style now for mm-hmm. for, for for men well and it's funny because they're a lighter brown shoe like a camel color right. um right. but yeah if it's did they get dressed in the in the dark and they didn't notice they had brown shoes on that's where i'm like okay um Actually, I was in Portugal a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I was on a shoe buying mission because it was Portugal, and I was there actually there by myself for for much of the time. Mm-hmm. And 
on the way back, I, I came back and I was noticing, wow, everybody's shoes are so great mm-hmm. here. Men have beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful shoes. And I was on the airplane. I had a 5.30. I had a beat at the airport at 5.30, way too early for a 6 o'clock flight or whatever time the flight was. And I noticed this one young guy. He was really well-dressed. And he was in front of me at the security counter. Mm-hmm. And he had his shoes in the bin and his shoes looked terrible. Oh and no. The whole time, the whole week and a half, two weeks that I was there, I kept mm-hmm. noticing everybody has really nice shoes. Mm-hmm. And I get on the plane and I'm trying to go back to sleep and I put my blinders on and I kept thinking it was all about the shoes. Mm-hmm. It was all about the shoes. And I'm like, that's it. I ripped my blinders off. I grabbed my computer and I wrote a blog. It's called all about the shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's, about men's shoes. Right. And this is on my website. Mm-hmm. My website is ShellyGoldenStyle.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all about men's shoes. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Coloring, and, how to keep them, yeah. What, yeah. What, the, what it says about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, and, and it drives me nuts when men or women have tennis shoes on and are, are nicely dressed. And I understand they might have a mile walk to wherever. You can still wear nice flats, <laughs> you know, and it's just one of those pet peeves um, that I and I know it's just silly, you know, and, and fashion sometimes has to give way for comfort. Um, but yeah, it's like oh my gosh. Um, but I love the fact that on Zoom we yeah. really aren't seen more than you know a couple inches below our chin, so we can have our shorts on. We okay, so I have shorts on and flip flops, um, you know, and and. And, and I know a lot of people, you know, there's a variety of things that people wear, but it is kind of one of those things where when you're dressing for the part, yeah. it is, you know, kind of the, the whole thing. Um, you know, and, and so like my shorts are nice shorts. They, you know, they don't have holes in them or, or anything like that. If I stood up, I wouldn't be embarrassed, maybe is, is the easiest way to put it. Yeah. No, it, well, on Zoom, it's really important. That's one of the things that... I really promote mm-hmm. is wear something that you feel well uh, for a woman I would say that you feel lovely in that you right. feel pretty in mm-hmm. because you want to look good mm-hmm. because maybe if you have a if you have meetings all day on Zoom maybe one of those meetings is you don't know this person right. and you still need to make mm-hmm. a good first impression mm-hmm. and even though you think okay well maybe I don't really need to look that great today but it's actually for you, mm-hmm. you know, if you know. Because you're looking at yourself the whole time. And, and, and usually people are critiquing themselves. They're touching mm-hmm. their hair. Uh-huh. You know, they're fixing their collar, uh, you know, at, at some point. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I get it when people talk to me because then they know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of like the new Zoom makeover queen. And I know. I was like, oh, my gosh, how should I dress? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and, and it's interesting that we're both wearing royal blue today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it's the color du jour. Yes, mm-hmm. and so uh, so it's really important, especially on Zoom. It's mm-hmm. super important to wear solid colors. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't. I can elaborate on that now, or we can talk about it later. Sure. You know, and and you know, and and I used to do, and I still do, media training. So a lot of it is the same thing. You know, you you really don't want. Uh, uh, necklaces and earrings and things that are going to catch the light, um, you know. And and but yes, yeah, solid colors. There is a reason 
to wear a solid color. So tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, well, I, I actually, as a pivot, I, I didn't think about, gee, how can I pivot during COVID-19? It was one of those things that happened the first week. Mm-hmm. I was doing a workshop with somebody, and instead of helping people look great and feel confident in person, right. I thought, well, I could help them look great and mm-hmm. feel confident mm-hmm. in the box. Mm-hmm. And so I've actually come up with this five-step process that I right. take people through. I have presentations. Mm-hmm. I do individual oh, perfect. I work with companies, organizations, and the first the first step mm-hmm. is camera angle, yes. that you really want to look straight ahead into the camera. It also helps keep your body ergonomically in the best mm-hmm. possible position. So you're sitting up straight, your neck isn't looking down, mm-hmm. you're not looking up if the camera's too high. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing I, I work with people on is lighting, because mm-hmm. lighting is actually the first thing that you notice. Right. You notice when somebody's in the dark. Mm-hmm. You notice when somebody's overlit. You mm-hmm. notice when someone has a window on one side and half their face mm-hmm. is lit and half their face is in the dark. So lighting is actually the first mm-hmm. thing that you notice. So it's the most important thing mm-hmm. to get right. Mm-hmm. The third thing I talk about is background. I'm mm-hmm. getting to clothing. <laughs> but it's, it's background. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is actually just kind of, I, I find this fascinating in my own life. I lived in Amsterdam for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And when I lived there, I studied European art and mm-hmm. in particular the Dutch masters. Ah. And so, uh, so 10 years, it's a, a lot of time to study art and architecture and, and painters when they're painting, they have what they call lines of perspective. Mm. You know, and, and they have mm-hmm. intersections and like that would be a focal point, a face, an eye. Okay. And so even on my screen, you have like this painting, mm-hmm. my eyes, and then you have this plant down here. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a diagonal and my mm-hmm. eyes are smack dab in the middle of that diagonal. Okay. And that's intentional. Mm-hmm. And so the background needs to be nice, mm-hmm. but not distracting. Right. And also, it helps if there's a lit. You're not sitting in front of a white wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it, it. Not that it's boring, but it's a little on the boring side. I would definitely right. mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. So I really I help people create nice backgrounds mm-hmm. in their home because some people are in the kitchen, some people are right. in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and even if you have a bed behind you, I have like little ways to help you have it look like a sofa or right. a day bed. Mm-hmm. And then pillows, like, oh, people, pillows. <laughs> it used to be a bed. Now it looks like a sofa. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got this, what I call like this painting around mm-hmm. you, which quite often has different elements. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you wear solid colors, mm-hmm. now we're to the color mm-hmm. part. If you wear a solid color mm-hmm. and you are front and center you are acting as a color block, blocking out that pattern. Mm-hmm. Think of a large pattern with a solid mm-hmm. colored dot on it. Mm-hmm. It's, it. It blocks out the rest of it. So it right. helps act as a bullseye mm-hmm. so that you can look at, I, I look at you and I can see your face, but I also see your solid blue. Mm-hmm. And it helps me look to look at you with a bullseye. Okay. So, and I have this 
it's a little bit busy, but it's not distracting. There's no reflections. There's nothing that's very distracting. And if you look at me, I've got this solid color block right. on. It does and make a focal point. Mm-hmm. It makes a focal point. And my lighting, I hope, maybe it's not perfect. It changes during the day. Is even on my face, left mm-hmm. and right. Mm-hmm. I don't have space in front of me to put big lights so I put my lights at 10 o'clock and 2 mm-hmm. o'clock so that they both cross over mm-hmm. my face and it hits both sides of my right. face equally. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's the reason to wear a solid color. Mm-hmm. But I do not recommend white. Mm-hmm. I do not recommend black or brown. Mm-hmm. And the reason I don't recommend basically black and white mm-hmm. is the camera picks up white first whatever is white Mm -hmm. in the box will be the will the camera will focus on that and that'll be the lightest whitest spot Mm -hmm. and it glows it glows even if it's a picture frame that's way back there Mm -hmm. and the light is reflecting off of it it'll it'll shoot back Mm -hmm. to the Mm -hmm. camera so whatever is white comes to the foreground Mm -hmm. and it could be a little bit too much Mm -hmm. if you were on the other hand, if you wear black, black recedes to the background. Right. It kind of sucks everything out. Right. And you will look smaller and less of a focal point. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to like stand out from your mm-hmm. background and not blend in. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I also have what I call Zoom makeup. That's my, my fifth step. <laughs> um, uh, and and it's, 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 it's not straight makeup and it's not... It's not stage makeup Mm -hmm. because we're having to create, like a painter, the illusion of a three-dimensional surface, the two-dimensional plane. Mm -hmm. And so the only way to do that is with shading. Mm -hmm. And so I have, you know, shading tips for your Mm -hmm. cheekbones, for your jaw. And, uh, you know, and you also want to have a bullseye. You want to keep bringing that bullseye in Mm -hmm. and into your eyes and your mouth. So you might want to make sure you either have glasses on mm-hmm. or, or prominent darker eyebrows, mm-hmm. maybe you need pencil them in. And also you want to make sure that your lips show. Mm-hmm. So you might want to wear a, a, not necessarily a darker lipstick, but mm-hmm. a brighter lipstick. Right. Light-skinned women should mm-hmm. not wear any iridescent or shimmer Right, because that's, again, we got the glowy thing going. Right, because right. it's actually like crushed pearls, mm-hmm. and it's pearlescence that's reflecting off the light. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're dark-skinned, very dark-skinned, mm-hmm. you want that pearlescence. You mm-hmm. want the shimmer. You want So that will help create, again, a contrast of light mm-hmm. and dark. Um, right. You also want to be careful about lip gloss on your lips. Mm. Because so you're not lips. <laughs> right, so the lip gloss will pick up the shimmer and the light and you'll have like dark and white particle like mm-hmm. movement of your lips. So it's best to really have for light skinned women to have matte makeup, mm-hmm. um, matte lipstick and it helps act as a bullseye. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's go back through and talk about each one of these now in okay. more depth because I think, you know, as we were saying, so many people are having to do this. They had to do it overnight. You know, March 13th, we were, everything was hunky-dory, and then bam! <laughs> and, and many people thought, you know, 
most of us thought this is going to last a month. Okay. You know, and now we're heading into month six, and this is not letting up. Um, I've talked about this with with other guests and and with friends and and people like that. I think really this is going to continue. You know, even when the you know the pandemic is done. I think many companies are going to say, hey, this was great. We're not having to pay to have people come in. We don't have to rent all of this floor space, all those various things. More importantly, we can expand our networks. Huge. I mean, you're in California. I'm in Atlanta. You know, we couldn't do this if we were having to be in person. So I think many people are really going to discover this is a great way to be doing business and, you know, and then we have things like schools and, and all of those. I mean, that's just a whole different matter. But people, you know, is the, like we were saying, we're forced into this, you know. And, and so for the most part, they were not Zoom ready, shall we say. And they're still trying to figure out what the heck to do. So, so let's really go back and, and go through because this is, this is going to be the way we, we are functioning. This is how we're networking. This is how we're doing business whether it's with people you've worked with for 20, 30 years or the person that, oh my gosh, you're hoping is your next big client, we have to impress them with the box. Um, you know, and, and so how are we doing that? And, and so you know, this, this, I think, is just fascinating. So let's go back and talk about you know, the first thing was camera. You know, and and um, I was telling you before we started the program, I have a brand new camera. This is only the third time or so that I, I use it. I, I have a separate camera. I'm not using the one on my phone. I'm not using the one that, you know, a lot of people have them on their monitors. Um, and, and I have it separate. I could, I could move it around. And then, of course, it just thoroughly messed things up. But I like it because I, I have big monitors. And if I were to put it up on top or be part of it, I'd be looking up. And that's just such an attractive picture. Now, it does help with my neckline. But, you know. <laughs> Um, and, and, and the nice thing is cameras are really pretty inexpensive to get a nice camera. They are. Yeah. So, uh, you can, the, the one thing about whether you use the camera built into your computer, mm-hmm. built into your monitor, or you have an exterior camera, it, as I said, the most important thing is that it is when you're it, forcing you to sit up straight. Yes. Not like this. Yeah. If I had mine lower, I'd, you know. <laughs> you want to put it in a way that forces you to sit up straight mm-hmm. so that your body is ergonomically best. Right. The first month and a half of, of COVID, I mean, I'm, I'm used to working with clients in person. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, occasionally I was on Zoom, mm-hmm. but I had my laptop on my desk and mm-hmm. I was looking down and I have a, a 25-year-old traumatic neck injury. Mm. And I was such, you were in pain. I was in such pain. I went to my chiropractor's home and I laid on his bed. Mm-hmm. And that was great. But I had just moved and now the chiropractor was an hour away. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to another chiropractor. Oh, no. mm-hmm. Thank God in a closer area. Mm-hmm. But like that was a wake-up call mm-hmm. for me. I need to sit in the best position. Mm-hmm. So whether you need to raise your chair Sit on a pillow, mm-hmm. raise your monitor right. somehow, put it on a Too box. bad we still don't have the gigantic phone books, right? <laughs> like, people have books. Mm-hmm. You can put it on a box. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've used is kind of um, like in, in boxes, you know, mm-hmm. there's like you put your paper right, here, right. Your mm-hmm. paper here. Sometimes your some computers fit perfectly in mm-hmm. 
inbox. Mm -hmm. So you want to raise it. That's, mm -hmm. that's really key. Because what you don't want, you don't want to look at anybody's ceiling. Mm -hmm. So no ceilings and no floors. Right. So if you are looking at, if you're speaking to somebody and you're if either they're looking at you, or you're looking at them mm -hmm. and you can see their ceiling or mm -hmm. their floor, you know, their camera angle's not right. Mm -hmm. Unless of course there's an angled ceiling or, right. you know, so sometimes you want to make a little more intimate room, which mm -hmm. I, I've done with a client. She had mm -hmm. a big, huge living room and we, that, that, that felt a little bit empty, mm -hmm. even though, you know, when you, I've been there to mm -hmm. her mom, so when you walk in, it feels lovely, but we, we created a small little sitting vignette closer. Mm -hmm. So it felt a little more intimate, mm -hmm. but uh, so, but, but that's important. Mm -hmm. So camera angle, no ceilings, no floors. You don't want to look under anyone's chin. You don't need to see anybody's, any woman's hair. I know so, we're, uh, we're not getting it styled as much. We don't need to see roots. Yeah, right. You know, whose, whose color is growing out. So you don't want to see the top of their head and you don't want to look under, up their nose mm -hmm. or under their chin. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really important. Now, in terms of positioning yourself mm -hmm. in, in the box, I have a kind of a couple of like little simple hacks, little tips and mm -hmm. on how to position yourself. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I take my hand, I put mm -hmm. my fingers together and I put my hand on top of my head. Mm -hmm. If, if I can, if maybe my top pinky is, or, or two fingers are on the top of the box, I know I'm, I'm in a good position. Okay. You want your eyes in the top third of the box. You don't okay. even want your eyes in the middle. You want them in the top third. Mm -hmm. You also want your armpits at the bottom of the box. Mm -hmm. The reason I say your armpits and not, you know, the top of your shoulders, so it's just a head, mm -hmm. is so people can read your nonverbal cues. Ah. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's one of the things that mm -hmm. we're losing here on Zoom are the nonverbal cues. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the shoulder in. Like, you know, if I cross my legs yeah, to the right, you know, I, <laughs> all of a sudden, if we were in person, you wouldn't notice if now I'm over here. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, the Zoom fatigue is that we have to sit straight. Mm -hmm. We have to sit still. We have mm -hmm. to sit in the middle. You know, if you decide to sit back in your chair, all of a sudden, you look disinterested. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's, that's, that's where the Zoom fatigue fits in. Mm -hmm. but, so if you could have your armpits at the bottom of the box and no lower for women because then you do not want your breasts mm -hmm. to be at the bottom. Right. Of the you don't want them kind of resting on the box. I mean, I'm not quite sure how to say that any other way. <laughs> right. But, but the reality is what happens is that they will physically be the closest thing to the camera. Mm -hmm. They will look bigger than they actually are. Right. Right. Because they will be in the foreground. Mm -hmm. So that's why you, you, you want top to your armpits and you could mm -hmm. actually have part of your armpit show mm -hmm. or maybe not part of the armpit mm -hmm. show. But then if that, if everybody is pretty much in those mm -hmm. dimensions, it feels like we're all sitting at the same table. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we've all been on parts of zoom calls where either somebody is so close that you're like, Ooh, I can count your freckles or, yeah. you okay. know, that they're, they're far enough away that it's like, hello, hello. Right. Right. <laughs> Ideally, you know, mm -hmm. just as though you and I say we had nine people in our Hollywood Squares box and we all had the same perspective, 
Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, we can all feel like we're sitting at the mm-hmm. same table, but we have a slightly different background, a slightly different angle mm-hmm. background sitting at the, at the table, and it's more intimate. We can talk mm-hmm. more freely. We can read each other's body language a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, so that that is really like some of the best positioning advice right. that I have for you. Right. You know, and one of the things that drives me nuts is camera position. Um, you know, I've, there's, I'm, I'm, you know, from Colorado. So we have, we're a university of Colorado last week. They announced no football. This is tragic. Yeah. Um, and, and so we were watching a lot of the press conferences and one of the people had his camera a little too far away and too low. And so we were, and you know, we could see the ceiling. We could see all sorts of things around him because he was a little far away. So we could see now he, you know, he clearly had like, he had trophies and, you know, things like that. So his, his bookcase was nice, but he was at a very odd angle. And to me, it was very distracting. I got, I, I wouldn't even pay attention to what he was saying because it was like, ah, somebody tell him to sit different. Right. So Deb, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I've created this zoom makeover mm-hmm. as I call it. Uh, which I think is a really fun name. Mm -hmm. So the Zoom makeover and the five steps I go through Mm -hmm. eliminates all of these distractions. Right. That's what I aim for. So that the the camera angle is at the right angle. Mm -hmm. The lighting is good. There there isn't a distraction Mm -hmm. if you're unevenly lit. Right. Uh, The background. Sometimes backgrounds Mm -hmm. are a mess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Uh, sometimes they're a mess. So here's my suggest a few suggestions. I don't know if you want to go in order of lighting and then backgrounds. Oh, uh, that's, I don't care. I've, I've written them all down so I can jump around. <laughs> so let's just talk about backgrounds since okay. we're talking about it. So here's some advice that I have on backgrounds. You don't want anything that is so distracting, a big, loud piece of art mm-hmm. that is taking my eye away from you mm-hmm. again you want to be in, in like right. like third of, of the box mm-hmm. so if you have a bookshelf behind you which is great mm-hmm. you want all the books to be in a vertical position mm. you don't want some horizontal some mm-hmm. vertical some hanging on an angle mm-hmm. uh, yeah because people f- they'll start focusing on that they're going to start focusing mm-hmm. If they're all vertical, our eyes are used to seeing books Mm -hmm. in stacks in a vertical position. Mm -hmm. And also, it doesn't even matter what the books are. Right. Because then they become benign. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, yes, if you want to be, you know, put them in size order, that's great. But Mm -hmm. they become benign. Mm -hmm. And additionally, if you have things on your bookshelf, such Mm -hmm. as picture frames, you want to make sure that they are not reflecting the light. Mm, right. So there might be a little glimmer mm-hmm. of, of light that's reflecting on a picture mm-hmm. frame, or maybe you have a picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. So now that your camera angle is correct mm-hmm. and you have a piece of art or a mm-hmm. frame um, certificate mm-hmm. on the wall behind you, mm-hmm. it can now be reflecting the light. Right. And that's distracting. So mm-hmm. again, and that'll look white. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing that the camera will right. see is this right. white light. So you know, maybe I, I've actually worked with a woman and it worked out really well is that she took off a framed piece of art and put a painting on the wall. Mm, right. So there wasn't that glass there. Mm-hmm. There wasn't the glass. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, additionally, what you could do is have plants. I'm a very, I think plants mm-hmm. in your box 
It's really nice. It's really soft. Mm -hmm. If you and I were going to go meet somewhere at mm -hmm. a cafe right. or a restaurant or coffee shop, mm -hmm. coffee shop has different connotations in Amsterdam, but uh, you know, if you were, mm -hmm. we would go to some place that had a really nice mm -hmm. ambiance. Right. Chances are they'd have some plant somewhere. Mm -hmm. So whether you have a plant, a, a large plant, mm -hmm. a small plant, a, some flowers. Mm -hmm. I'm a, like, I, sometimes I think orchid. You can go get inexpensive Ooh. orchids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they uh, don't have to be real even. No. As long as they look real. Mm -hmm. Right. It just adds a little bit of mm -hmm. softness. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't look like you're just sitting against a white wall. Right, right. So that's that's also really nice. Mm -hmm. um, uh, also, you do not want a window behind you. Right. I Oh, my God, so many times you get on, a, on calls mm -hmm. or I do Zoom makeovers mm -hmm. with clients and workshops that – Someone thinks, oh, I'm sitting in my lovely room. With I'm being bathed by natural light. <laughs> right. And, and they are in the dark. Mm -hmm. um, right. So you, you, want it, you want it simple. I was mm -hmm. actually on a, a, a woman was attending one of my workshops the other day, and mm -hmm. she lived in a very e eclectic house. And she mm -hmm. likes her eclectic house. And I said, mm -hmm. well, I, let, let's, let's, mm -hmm. let's work on your eclectic house, maybe so that it's, a little, a little simpler, mm -hmm. you know, not quite so busy. Right. Um, you, you don't, maybe you, if she had a, a table, like a, like a buffet, a, mm -hmm. a dining buffet, oh, okay. mm -hmm. you know, if maybe she had six things on it, we cut it down to three or four. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't quite so busy. Right. Um, you just, you don't want anything that is so distracting that you're going to, like look at it, mm -hmm. look at it, thinking, now what is mm -hmm. that? Is that is that her uh, her her calendar? Is that mm -hmm. her kids' art? Mm -hmm. Is that you know is, is that a sculpture? Mm -hmm. if, if somebody has to like look at something and figure out what it is, right? They're mm -hmm. being distracted mm -hmm. and they're yes. not focusing in right. on you. Well, and it, this is interesting because I have a screen behind me. I have a gray screen. And for those who are listening as opposed to watching this, think about what we had behind us for sixth grade pictures, right? That's about <laughs> what it is. And, you know, and, and this is fairly new. I've, I've started using this, oh, I don't know, in the pre-COVID because I do a lot of videos. But I, I had people that said what I have behind me, and I'm actually going to move this screen here in a second, but people said what I had behind me was distracting enough that they weren't listening to what I was saying. And yeah. so I thought, okay, I can either change that, change what's behind me. And I, I have, and so, we'll, you know, it'll be interesting because you haven't seen what's behind here. I promise no, it's I okay. But, um, but to, or I could do the screen. We're going to talk about green screens in a minute because that's a totally different creature. But you know, I'm I'm still not sure about the screen because it's very blah. And you know, one of your suggestions, as we were talking before, is to I could put things on the screen. I could put the program logo, some things like that. But let me see if I can move this without you know making too much of a disaster. Whoa! Crash into the door. There we go. Yay! Um, so now you can see I've got a big piece of art behind me. And I bought this deliberately to have behind me just for that. But then I can see that my logo over here is printed on white paper and it's 
glowing. So that's probably not a good thing to have. Um, you know, and, and so, it, I, yeah, it's, it's been interesting to, because when I'm not, when I'm just chatting with people on Zoom, I don't put the screen up. I just have what's back here naturally. So it obviously needs some tweaking. Are you up for, for a little advice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for it. Tweak away. Okay. So here's my suggestion for you today. Uh, because of your skin complexion, so I'm a certified color consultant, mm-hmm. and so I'm really passionate about having people wear the right colors okay. and not just wear the right colors, decorate their homes and mm-hmm. offices and websites and business okay. cards. With their, with their correct mm-hmm. color because it helps you look your best. Mm-hmm. It helps you look healthiest. Right. So the reason I'm not so keen on that medium to dark gray background is it's too dark for your fair complexion. Okay. So um, I like the lighter background. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think that piece of art, that the light blue... Mm-hmm. And the light green, it really, the light blue is not your best color. Okay. So you're surrounded. It did, it did change my complexion when I moved that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're surrounding yourself with a color that's not your best color. Mm-hmm. If you had a warmer wall, uh, so whether it's, uh, I, would, I would definitely do a warmer color. So um, you could do like a, like a, 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 a creamy tan okay. or a, a honey a honeyer mm-hmm. honey color or kind of a peachy kind of flesh tone color mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or um i would stay away from grays okay definitely stay away from mm-hmm. grays not your best color well and obviously i don't want to go warm as in yellow <laughs> but you know that they have so many uh, warm colored walls now that you can mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. tans and right like all that, that, that whole tan, mm-hmm. you know, tan beige, you know, mm-hmm. you know, family of colors. If I say beige to you, y- your color beige is different than my color. Right. Beige. Mm-hmm. You know, if I say tan, my color tan is different than mm-hmm. your color tan, mm-hmm. you know, for in, in your mind. Right. So, well, um, and, and, you know, like, um, so th- these are cork boards up here. That's probably more of the color. I mean, obviously that's, you know, that's a little dark, but that's more of a warmer color. It's more of a warmer color. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So now you took the gray away Mm -hmm. and the camera is trying to pick up on the light color. Mm -hmm. So now your hair looks darker. Right. So it's, it's kind of sucking up all the light Mm -hmm. color behind you. Mm -hmm. Your coloring has changed. So, Mm -hmm. so for everybody listening to this, you really need to pay attention to what's behind you. Mm -hmm. Is it light and or dark? And you might want to experiment because um, just with Deb, you could see her hair, her skin color completely mm-hmm. changed right. by changing the color behind you mm-hmm. because that's what the camera picks up, light and dark. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the same goes with your clothing. So say we, you know, we, we create a, a background and the, the colors all work mm-hmm. and then you wear, you know, depending upon who the person is mm-hmm. and how, how they're how they're dressed and mm-hmm. what position they're in. If you put a dark colored shirt on, mm-hmm. the camera again will now have that color received to the background and mm-hmm. it'll it'll focus on something lighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you wear a 
lighter, whiter shirt, it'll make your background and your skin tone different and mm-hmm. focus in on your lighter, brighter, whiter right. shirt. Right. So the color is really important on Zoom because it changes by changing one dominant color mm-hmm. in your box, mm-hmm. it changes everything. Right. Yeah. And the the thing that I'm thinking about as I'm looking at this and just, you know, thinking how it was with the solid gray behind me. And then now I think I aged, I think, you know, and, and I, you know, I can say that you, you would be so polite. You wouldn't say that, but I aged when we went to this different color because it did, it changed my skin tone. Um, and now part of that is my lighting and, you know, and, and we're going to talk about lighting too, because I have the lighting for the gray screen. I mean, you know, I've got lights and, and a big light up above and, and things like that. But yeah, I did. I think I aged. Ugh, we don't want to do actually, that. What I'm noticing mm-hmm. is, is right now you're, I'm getting some of the light green reflection mm-hmm. in your glasses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's stuff. bouncing back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, so that's, so what's behind you is so, so mm-hmm. important. Uh, and, and sometimes it's easier if it's benign. Mm-hmm. So for, ex- for example, I'm looking at you mm-hmm. and I can see that it's a kind of a Japanese, mm-hmm. um, probably right. a Van Gogh, mm-hmm. or as the Dutch pronounce it, Van Gogh, uh, print, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, of, of a cherry tree. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's, easier on the eye if it's an abstract piece of art mm-hmm. like because what you that, have mm-hmm. well it's actually it, it, it appears abstract because it's cubist in, mm-hmm. in style but there's actually five women sitting at cafe table. right mm-hmm. but because it's cubist it, it's it's in blocks mm-hmm. and it appears abstract mm-hmm. so if if you have a piece of art it's easier like oh it's abstract mm-hmm then people aren't going to notice it. Whereas maybe if there's sometimes there's art and there's actual items, there's a sunset, there's a house, mm-hmm. there's, there's a tree. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to notice, oh, there's the sunset, there's the house, there's the tree. Right. So if it's abstract, it's, it's mm-hmm. easier. Right. So, and additionally, what I find works really well, okay, so you have a large piece of art mm-hmm. behind you. It's not perfectly centered. It's a mm-hmm. little bit center which is which is fine but if you take a piece of art a little bit like I have and mm-hmm. put it up over your shoulder somewhere and only have a corner of it show ah mm-hmm. so you don't even need the whole thing mm-hmm. so sometimes I'll be working with somebody mm-hmm. creating a, a visual you no know, I you know a, a pleasant visual in their mm-hmm. box and I'll say take that piece of art and instead of putting it right behind you move it over to the side and raise it up so I could only see part of it. Mm-hmm. And again, so that will also, de- like, bec- it'll become more benign. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at this solid piece of art behind you. There's a piece of art over there and maybe there's a plant mm-hmm. over there. Right. Well, and, you know, I'm, I'm also thinking, you know, the position is important because, like, right now I have a tree branch that's going right in my ear. Um, you know? <laughs> And we've all seen things like that, right? Um, so it is, it's, you know, and, and so look at yourself and, and see what it looks like because we are, we're sitting here staring at each other, um, but we do, we look at ourselves and, you know, and, and so it, just look at what other people are seeing. Um, you know, I mentioned green screens and green screens have become kind of the, the rave. 
I've known green screens for years because I'm a PR person and television stations use green screens. You know, the, the weatherman is never really standing in front of whatever's going on. He's standing in front of a green screen. And there's always lots of hilarious things with green screens. Of course, the first thing you have to really pay attention to if you're wearing a, if, if you using a green screen is that you don't wear the same color. Um, anything. Oh yeah. You know, when, when the, the queen, the queen, the queen, queen, um, did her, her, her little video thing there several months ago and she wore green. I saw so many memes of people that changed what she was wearing into something totally different because it was the, the green of a green screen. Um, but, you know, green screens are fun because you can play with backgrounds. You can do all sorts of things, but you have to do it correctly. I mean, you know, how many of us have been watching somebody where you know they've got a green screen because they're glowing or it's not working right? You know, they, they move and, and all sorts of things. So be very careful with a green screen. Um, what other tips have you, and, but you've, you use green screens to create an office behind people or, you know, something visual. So I, I just like to talk a little bit about virtual backgrounds. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, so when you're working with a virtual background, what a green screen does, and, and people say, well, why do I need a green screen? Mm -hmm. Is it helps the image stick. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen so often, you know, people, their hair is growing. <laughs> Or if they have a, a cup, the cup goes in and out, mm -hmm. and, you know, and then you can see somebody's hand going up to their mouth, and you don't know what's, you know, you, you know that they're drinking something, but you don't really mm -hmm. see the cup that they're drinking from. So it helps the image stick. Mm -hmm. But what I'd like to do is talk a little bit about virtual backgrounds. Okay. Just because this is, I'm, I'm working with people with real backgrounds, mm -hmm. and I'm also helping people design and redesign hey. mm -hmm. some virtual backgrounds that really... Mm -hmm. Are, are less than desirable. So, uh, so first of all, yes. So if you're on Zoom, Zoom has some of their own mm -hmm. virtual backgrounds that you can upload, and that's fine. Personally, I find visuals sometimes a little bit distracting, mm -hmm. um, especially if they have moving palm trees. Right, and, and, and you know they're not on the beach. Right, or, or waves. Mm -hmm. so, so that's one thing. So another thing is you can actually pick, upload your own photograph. Mm -hmm. um, you can take your own picture of your own garden, your own mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's a different room. Mm -hmm. And you can upload it. But my suggestion to you on that is make sure the perspective is the same. Right. You don't want to have a couch that's too high or... Right. As a matter of, I, I did a, a Zoom makeover with a client, a, a gentleman who's very soulful. She, mm -hmm. He's an emotional intelligence coach. And he had this lovely Italian sofa in this living room, a whole with windows, big windows. But it looked like he was sitting on the floor. Ah. Mm -hmm. Because the way the camera mm -hmm. took a picture of that mm -hmm. room even though I know that they're low Italian sofas mm -hmm. is from like down mm -hmm. up. Right. And so the perspective wasn't right. And sometimes again, the, the camera, they're taking a perspective from mm -hmm. up and down. And sometimes I've gone on different websites. I, I don't think I should mention any names here of, of the decorators can upload mm -hmm. their images of right. their decorated rooms. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you can just type in like, home office mm -hmm. or library, right. home library. Mm -hmm. 
and you'll have all these beautifully decorated rooms. Mm -hmm. You can, or you go on, you know, whatever. You can go mm -hmm. on the website and find different rooms. Right. And you can upload that. Mm -hmm. But you want to make sure, test it out, mm -hmm. so that it looks like it's, the coloring works for you. Mm -hmm. That your hair doesn't blend in or stand mm -hmm. out. That the perspective feels mm -hmm. good. Um, and so these are things that you want to look for. Now, just last week, I was on two calls with two different women. There, they were so excited. They just had custom-made virtual backgrounds, Ooh. and they were both horrible. Oh no! <laughs> uh, one woman who was a, a, a compassion therapist, mm -hmm. she had this like electric green oh mm -hmm. uh, virtual background with, and she was so excited about it, and it had her logo in the corner, and it was like. A, a, one drop coming off a leaf into a like into a, a, a water that had like the, the, the rings and she was mm -hmm. so excited about it but that green was so disturbing mm -hmm. like you know and if she's a compassion therapist she wasn't say, making you relax mm -hmm. I wasn't in a zoom makeover session with her we were just having we were just mm -hmm. getting to know each other and it's like oh my god it was it was it it wasn't calming mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that the colors are not offensive right another thing and then, so, and then this other call that I was on this woman who has long hair and fair skin she had this bright fuchsia background and she Eek. was also a therapist mm -hmm. and just happened to have two therapists mm -hmm. or um she was a, a coach actually mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was this bright fuchsia background and at first she was like sitting in the corner here because whoever designed this virtual background for her, mm -hmm. put her name of her company in big letters up on top, mm -hmm. a big flower here. Ah. So she was trying to position herself. She's mm -hmm. trying to position herself, and she had just gotten it. And I said to her, I, you know, I gave her advice because we were up doing a Zoom makeover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I said, tell the person who designed this virtual background for you. I didn't say anything about the color. Mm -hmm. it, you know, when we were positioning her, mm -hmm. that everything needs to be over your left or right shoulder. Mm -hmm. So you don't want anything over your head. Right. You always want to position your logo mm -hmm. over. If you take your hands mm -hmm. up like this, like, you know, okay, I give up. Mm -hmm. That's where your logo should be. That's where any, where any information should be. Mm -hmm. The name of your company, the name of your business. Right. So that way it's not distracting. Mm -hmm. You can have your head. You know, close to the mm -hmm. top of the frame. They can still see the proportion mm -hmm. of your body. Uh, you don't want anything so big and distracting mm -hmm. um, that that it's distracting. Mm -hmm. So these are some tips on, right. on virtual backgrounds. Mm -hmm. You don't want the color to be over-glaring. Mm -hmm. uh, you want it to be, yes, maybe you, you want it on brand. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these people who are all of a sudden doing virtual backgrounds mm -hmm. for people, they're not really experts at this. right. They might be a website designer or and and that you know and, and you know which really does show totally different placement of images. Right, exactly. Or a graphic designer, but mm -hmm. <clears throat> they're not like a, a, a Zoom expert. Right. I mean, I mm -hmm. kind of claim myself as a, a Zoom expert because I'm really helping people mm -hmm. look their best, feel mm -hmm. confident. And I'm, I am a personal branding image consultant, mm -hmm. so I am all about being on brand. Right, right. You know, so whatever it is, mm -hmm. 
that you always look on brand. Mm -hmm. Your your visual is Mm -hmm. always on brand. Right. Oh my gosh, we've only got about five minutes left and we're going to run late. I'm just going to tell everybody we're running late because I really want to talk about lighting also. But I have one final thought on the virtual backgrounds. You know, when, when you're doing this for business, your virtual background shouldn't be like one of the ones that Zoom has is the Golden Gate Bridge or outer space. No. You know, now if you're just chatting with your team members and things like that, okay, that's one thing. And now they've added where you like Instagram filters so you can have a halo and you can have ears. Okay. Would you do that in the office? I mean, that really is my first thing. No, probably not. You know, when, and so, you know, it still has to be professional. So even though it's cute and it's fun, save those for your friends, save those maybe for an evening type of event where you might've had an adult beverage and then you can really freak people out. But, but yeah, it's, you know, it still needs to be a professional background, no matter what it is. Um, You know, and, and, and also one of the other things that we always need to be thinking about is, you know, what is back there? You know, is somebody going to walk past? Are the dogs going to stroll by? You know, all of those various things. And so, you know, as, as Shelly said, you might need to rearrange where you are so that that's not happening. Um, you know, I've, I've done interviews on the program before where I have had people come strolling through. You know, it's, it's funny, but it immediately distracts from what we're talking about. Um, you know, and, and so you don't want to do that. So, you know, like I said, we don't have too much time left, but I really want to talk about lighting because that is the other thing. And it's funny because this right here is one of the things that drives me nuts. I've got my glasses on and it's, it reflects anything and everything. Unfortunately, I have to wear my glasses in order to be able to do this. Um, so, you know, lighting, lighting gets very tricky for people. Right. So, so I have some really awesome tips. Cool. So I'm going to just show you my lighting. So let's see, let me, let me, let me backtrack. So I am a, just kind of like from way back, I am a post-it girl. Cool. And what I do is I take, and I do this with clients. Mm -hmm. I take yellow and fuchsia Mm post-its. You can take the light yellow or the light pink, mm-hmm. or there's an orangey colored post-it, mm-hmm. and I put it over my lights. Ah. The reason I do that is, mm-hmm. let me show you my light on my right. I have, it's it's, a, it's just a generic desk lamp that has mm-hmm. one color white light. Mm-hmm. And I have two pink post-its and a yellow post-it. And if I... Oh! <laughs> that's the light. So... It actually helps soften the light mm-hmm. and makes my skin peachier mm-hmm. looking. Mm-hmm. I actually have a number of lights around me mm-hmm. and they all have paper on them. Ah. Because this way, a couple of things. One, it diffuses the light so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you have a spotlight mm-hmm. on you. That's number one. Mm-hmm. So I, I even have a, a small ring light and I mm-hmm. just took a piece of, no, lying notebook paper and I tore it up and mm-hmm. taped it on because then I don't have this, this white, you know, I have, a, I have it right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have this ring and you also don't see the ring in my glasses. Right. I normally wear glasses. Yeah. See, like, like you can see right. in my glasses. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so putting paper over the light mm-hmm. helps diffuse it. Also, when I'm working, when I'm doing a, a Zoom mm-hmm. makeover with men, 
mm-hmm. who have no hair on the top. Or, oh, yeah. And they're going to shine? Or, or have very high foreheads. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I advise them to do, especially if they have ceiling lights mm-hmm. because they're in their home, they're mm-hmm. in their home mm-hmm. office, is put a piece of paper over the light. Mm-hmm. Or I've advised people to put paper, it could be printer mm-hmm. paper, in the window mm-hmm. to eliminate the glare. Right. Right. So this yeah, way, I actually have blackout drapes because it's so bright. Yeah. So, but it helps eliminate the glare mm-hmm. and, but, and it, it diffuses the light. Mm-hmm. And that's really what you, you want. You also right. want to put your lights at 10 o'clock and two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine are here. And then I do have one that when my background is there, it's shining on my background. So that's important too. I mm-hmm. actually also have two lights in my background. So mm-hmm. I have a light on this cabinet mm-hmm. and I have a light on my plant. Right. And you wouldn't know that I'm not just in a, in a, in a light bright room, mm-hmm. but otherwise it would look like I have a black piece. Of, it would be very black. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. It looks like the wind's picking up. Um, you know, it would be very dark behind me. So the lighting is really, really important. Right. Um, and you can, uh, sometimes you can get these ring lights mm-hmm. or other lights that have warm. Neutral right. I set mine to yellow. Right. Exactly. I said I I could set it to yellow, mm-hmm. and so I could even change it right now. Mm-hmm. I could see what I'm doing. So I just changed it, and it changed my skin tone. Mm-hmm. So right. I can change. I can change it. So I use post-its. I use white paper. Um, and so uh, I had a client. She had a window in front of her. She literally put her kids' uh, pink um, construction paper oh, with mm-hmm. her kids' art project. Right. right. That pink paper in the window and it gave her a pinker mm-hmm. look as opposed to like a washed out right blue look from mm-hmm. her computer screen right, right. and so well, these are tips that you can do for lighting right you know and speaking of computer screen you know i've got two big monitors and they're big and i need them both when i'm doing things like this because i've got various things that you know obviously i have the zoom screen but then i also have your bio i've got your website i've got all sorts of things and so i discovered i turn it to the night light so here's what it looks like if i don't have the night light on wow because it's a blue light right totally actually right now that's not too bad um but so i turn it to the the night light which is a yellower tone and then you can play with it like i can make it really yellow oh look i'm sick or i can go to a much more natural color probably pretty much like that but yeah i mean it makes a huge difference this is without where I and it really does give me a blue tint to my skin, and I notice it especially because of the difference with your skin tone. Yeah, and then yeah. so then I turn it back on, and and it looks more natural. Now, of course, the funny thing is I have to remember to turn it off because I have trouble seeing my monitor when it has that yellow tint. Oh. Um, so, but yeah, I mean that's just a, a little thing that I learned to to do that because I would try turning my monitors off and all sorts of things, and and so I just turn the night light on, and that's just in your settings, um, and then you can play with it there, and you can obviously play with the light settings in your camera, you know, and and so play with all of those things. Um, oh, and I forgot one of the things I want to say with camera: don't be holding it. You know, the worst thing in the world is when oh when we've got the jiggly higgly piggly thing going on. No, you know, there's, you can get a little tripod, you can stack it on books, you can do whatever. I mean, like mine has, you know, if if I were using it, I've got the little guys and so then I can, you know, make it a stand. I mean, all those things. But yeah, don't try and do a Zoom call, especially for business, holding it. Because 
you know, unless it is a two second call, you're going to move. Right. I have one more piece of, of advice. Okay. Uh, and this is for those people on Zoom. So Zoom has a lovely special feature. Oh, yes. With a couple of years and wrinkles out of it. It softens us. Yes. So if you go into uh, your, uh, if you go onto the bottom left corner mm -hmm. of your Zoom screen and you mm -hmm. have the little video camera, there's an up arrow. Mm -hmm. Click on the up arrow and you'll see video settings. Mm -hmm. And in the video settings, there's a little box that you should check off that says touch up my appearance mm -hmm. and what it does is it actually blurs the visual a little bit mm -hmm. just slightly and, I mean so that we still look natural mm -hmm. right but it, it actually you don't need makeup right mm -hmm. it takes some of the hard edges and mm -hmm. smooths your skin mm -hmm. tone and you will definitely want that mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, oh my gosh, Shelly, we need to do this again because we didn't talk makeup. And, you know, and, and, you know we, we all kind of scoff at makeup, especially if you're a male type person, but you might need a little, now we're not going to tell you lipstick, so maybe it's tinted chapstick <laughs> or something. Well, it's either lipstick or putting a, a little bit more color on, but it's not street makeup. So right. don't look in the mirror and go, oh, that's what I normally do. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But you also don't want for light skin complexions, mm -hmm. you don't want anything iridescent, and you mm -hmm. don't want any lip gloss. Right. So I always mm -hmm. keep chapstick mm -hmm. in my desk drawer mm -hmm. because it, it's it's matte. It's a matte, yes. Now, I discovered something today. I have a new one that I just started, but it's flavored. And oh. so it was like... Mm. <laughs> so I had to really pay attention and not be doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you so, want to be licking your lips the whole time. I know, I know, because it, yeah, it's like no, yeah, that was maybe not a good idea. Um, you know, but we have tons more that that we could be talking about. So we will definitely have you on again because, as we've said, this is going to be something that we're going to be using. Um, you know, it's it's great. I do a, an online networking group every Tuesday now where, I mean, we've got people from all over that are being a part of this this group. And, and I think we are discovering, you know, we don't have to go out and about. We might miss people. So we're going to do these Zoom things. But, you know, and, and again, I don't care what we call it. We're Zooming right now, but there's Zoom, there's Skype, there's, you know, all sorts of, of different things. Teams, WebEx. Right, right. You know, and, and so it's video. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's great. So between now and then, how do people find you and connect with you online? Because you can be doing this worldwide with folks. Absolutely. So I am in San Francisco, in the San Francisco Bay Area. The name of my company is Shelly Golden Style. Mm -hmm. I am, this is my new business. I mm -hmm. am working with individuals. I'm working mm -hmm. with companies. Mm -hmm. I'm giving presentations to organizations. I'm doing workshops. And it's all about what we spoke about, mm -hmm. how to look your best on Zoom. Mm -hmm. If you want to email me, I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you. You can email me at Shelly, so it's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, don't forget the E, so Shelly at ShellyGoldenStyle.com. Perfect. And I love it. I would be happy to. I work, like, like I said, individuals, groups, companies, mm -hmm. and I'm really passionate about it. And I work with people with what they have. Right. And that's really, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's the important thing to me is. 
this is what people have, and I'm just trying to help them make the best of what they have. Right. I mean, we're not saying that you're going out and redesigning your office or, you know, now you have to have a good camera. You do have to have good speakers. We didn't even talk about that. I mean, I have an earpiece. Um, I, I don't like headphones because <gasps> it would mess up my hair. Um, but, you know, and, and, and granted, I have a different microphone than a lot of people. I have a podcasting microphone. But, um, you know, even all of my equipment is under five hundred dollars, so um, you know it's it's not going to be a big thing. And and but we you know we do need to put our best face forward, <laughs> um, you know. And and so it's it's not all that tricky to be able to do that because it is professional. You know, we need to remember this is this is going to be the way things are, folks. So you know, take the the, the steps to do it. Shelly's got a great blog. She's got a lot of great tips there. Um, you know, and and again, it's. Um, ShellyGoldenStyle.com. And so I love that we're going to talk again. We have to, you know, we just have to do this again because we, you know, we didn't finish it. And so what I need to do, I need to work on my background and then have you on again. Um, so that that's the key. So I am Deb Creer. I've been having a delightful time talking with Shelly Golden. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.